is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hey guys, welcome back to Cowboys Break, presented by Geico. I'm Ambar Garcia. I'm joined by David Hellman, Nick Eatman, and then, of course, Derek is still here with us, but I will be driving the bus today, the car, because Derek is still flushing out some stuff out of his system today because of his wild birthday party last night, so we don't want any DWIs happening. They'll stay on your record, Derek, so I got it under control. How was, how was your going? birthday last night? Oh, it was good. I had a I had a really good time. We didn't go anywhere. Now, so there was no potential for a DWI. Uh, I was at home with my family, but we had a very very nice evening, and my wife and kids made it very special for me. So it was good. Mm. That's Wonderful. good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got a very special show today. Awesome. Because we're about to talk about the Cowboys making it to the Super Bowl, and that starts. Huh. about uh, this weekend. What happens this weekend with the NFC East? So with the first question for you guys, we know what's happening with Washington currently with the quarterback position. Well, we kind of know what is happening there. But with the Eagles being officially eliminated for the playoff runs, can Washington actually lose against the Eagles? I mean, hell yeah. Um, if if anything, the last like two or three weeks have reminded us that this is an insane league. And I'm not even talking about the Cowboys winning three games in a row. The New York Jets are on a two-game winning streak right now. <laughs> and, and like not against terrible teams either. They beat the Rams and the Browns, both of whom might be in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's totally possible. I actually uh, – I read this morning – Jim Schwartz, I guess, spoke to the Philadelphia media, and he said, uh, "He said this is a no hat game, which is to say, we don't want anybody wearing hats on our field. Meaning, if Washington were to clinch the division, obviously they would pass around hats and T-shirts. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think there's something to be said for being the spoiler. Like, if you can ruin your rival's season, that's worth getting up for. So, I mean, I absolutely expect Philly to come out." trying to ruin their season because it's all they can do and uh yeah i absolutely think that's possible yeah i mean if you look back at the last um few games and actually the teams that have beat have lost to the cowboys are four and one this year um in the next week and including four in a row and if the falcons i believe blew another lead against the bears after they beat or lost to the cowboys where it would be all five but everybody that's lost to the cowboys the Bengals, the 49ers what do you think that means i don't know if anything i wonder i mean it's not like a huge sample size it's just a few but i don't know i mean uh that they're still playing i mean the Bengals are what are they playing for you know and they're, they're winning games and stuff so yeah i mean i think i think the sunday night thing actually helps you know, it's a it's a Sunday night game that I think they want to see. The NFL wants to see more of Jalen Hurts. It sounds like so. Yeah, I think I think that they certainly can win this game. Washington's 
going the wrong direction. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal one of your sayings, Nick, because I think it's so apt here. Is that you you look at these teams and they're gonna show up Sunday. They're gonna show up ready to play Sunday. Mm-hmm. The question is, how much are they showing up on Wednesday and Thursday of this week to prepare for that game? Like when you're out of it. That's where you start testing the professionalism of, of a team. You know, Are they willing to put in the same amount of time preparing as they would if they were playing for something this weekend? And, and that's where you get a little bit worried. But the, the flip side to that is these are division teams. They know each other extremely well. That's the thing about playing in the division. You know them really well. The prep time that you have to spend on getting to know that guy that's across from you is probably a little less that week because you know them really well. You've played them twice a year for who knows how many years. So... That does help help in this situation, but I, I do wonder how much they're going to be preparing this week. How much extra time are they going to put in to get ready for this game where normally they might spend some, some time there? Well, Washington's culture was that their starting quarterback was at the strip club after a game, so what's their – you know? And, and they were still in it trying to win. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, he gone. Saying, that was their culture. <laughs> I wa- which, although, you know, bringing up Dwayne Haskins, it sounds like Alex Smith has a good chance to start Sunday. So, I mean, that's good news for Washington. But you're right, Derek. Like, this, this is a test of your professionalism. But the fun thing is, like, you, or if you are a professional, if you're good at your job, like, you should always be able to find a reason. I already mentioned, like, playing spoiler. But think about regardless of who starts for Philly, I assume it would be Jalen Hurts, but maybe it's Carson Wentz. Either way, that's a hell of an opportunity for the starting quarterback to put his best foot forward. Mm -hmm. You know, Jalen Hurts is auditioning for a chance to be the starting quarterback in Philly moving forward. If it were Carson Wentz, that is a huge opportunity for him to play a great game and say, I'm still the guy. Y'all are crazy for trying to get rid of me. So, at the very least, the most important player on the team, whoever he is, has a lot of reasons to want to play well. Yeah, and I ro- and, and I mean that goes across the board. Yep, and ironically, although it probably it may not even be the case, there are there are people who think that their head coach is on the hot seat, and so he also has a reason to get his team ready to play and go out and win this game. And nobody likes seeing a, an opposing team in their facility brandishing the the championship hats so there's a lot i think here that if you want to find like you said dave if you want to find yourself reasons if you're a member of the eagles team uh for why you want to spend that extra time getting ready for this game and why you want to give it your all there's lots of reasons out there you can find uh, to give it everything you got so would that eliminate this whole idea of possibly the eagles trying to lose and, and i hate saying this because i am a believer that every team goes into a game wanting to win that game but I've I've seen a few questions from fans in regards to that whole mentality that maybe the Eagles are trying to lose in order to get a better draft pick if they were to lose or win whichever one I mean Dave is there really a big difference there for them as far as draft picks goes oh yeah I mean there absolutely is because they're sixth right now and if they lose to Washington uh, you know, I don't know the I don't know the tiebreakers for draft order off the top of my head, but like it's conceivable that they could wind up with a top five pick. And if they win, you they could probably jump as high as nine, ten, eleven, depending on different results. So yeah, that definitely matters. And I guarantee you, there are a ton. I would bet the vast majority of the Philadelphia fan base wants the Eagles to lose because they would probably rather Washington be in the playoffs than Dallas, and B they want that draft pick. But the thing is, 
it doesn't you know it doesn't matter what the fans want that's what we've said about the Cowboys tanking this entire time is maybe maybe Philly comes out flat and gets their ass kicked on Sunday because they don't care but that's not up to the fans and if I were on that team like I said there's a million reasons whether it's playtime incentives in your contract whether it's auditioning for a job next year whether it's personal pride like there's a million reasons for the players themselves to want to play hard so you know, draft order shouldn't matter to anybody that's actually in that locker room. Yeah. Now, and you, when you start looking at, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Derek. Well, I was just going to say one other thing that I think we should keep a note on and keep eyes on with regard to that game is Ter- Terry McLaurin. Uh, he missed the game last week. And if you look at how this game matches up, the reason why I think Dallas was so successful against Philadelphia is because they took advantage of the biggest weakness right now Philly has, which is their secondary. They got so many injuries there. And Dallas really took advantage of it. Without Terry McLaurin in the lineup, even if you get Alex Smith back, like Alex Smith is not has not been great. He's just a guy that's steady and doesn't turn the ball over as much, right? So even if you even if you get him back and don't get Terry McLaurin back, I think they are severely limited in being able to take advantage of a, of a very compromised secondary. And that being said, I still think uh, that this game is very winnable winnable for Philadelphia. Yeah. We know that uh, in the next few days we're going to get into the Giants team and, and get into the breakdown there. But, Nick, right now, looking at this matchup, we both know that both teams have a chance here uh, to, to win. Who would be the team between the two that has more to lose if they were to lose this game this weekend? Um, I don't know. More, good question. More to lose. Um, I, I, would, I would guess... Dallas maybe would have more to lose because they're going to be no I take that back the Giants would have more to lose because because really all you're losing is you're losing draft spots right so the Giants are going to have less of a draft I mean they're in a better position to have a higher pick than the Cowboys because they are five and ten right now so I guess you know and if they would win the game and they win the NFC East, then then they jump all the way to 19. So I guess you would say the Giants would have more to lose. I, maybe I don't understand the question as much, unless it's just talking about, about that. Because it's an opportunity for both teams. And both teams are in a situation where they feel like they're going to be better next year. They've got key players that were out and first-year coaches. So, I mean, it's very similar, I think, both teams, the Giants and the Cowboys. I think it's with the mentality of um, I see fans asking more, you know, when we get towards the end of the year, and especially with teams with, like, losing records, you start asking for, okay, who's the team that has the biggest motivation, the biggest mm-hmm. drive, the biggest need to go in that game and fight for something? So it's more in, like, that kind of uh, what I was trying to get at. Yeah. You You're basically not- answered it. Go, Dave. I, I, <laughs> we're like trying to read each other's facial expressions. Right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll be the bad guy here and say, it, like, in the spirit of your question, and I don't want to suggest that that this wouldn't mean a lot to the Cowboys, the coaches, the players, of the organization. I, I know that they would really love to win this game and get into the playoffs, but I think that probably means more to the Giants, or would mean more to the Giants that this turn just if you look at the makeup of these teams right now the Giants are trying to decide you know is Daniel Jones their quarterback of the future they have a players like I can't think of a player on the Giants roster 
who has been there and done that in terms of playoff success other than maybe like Golden Tate. Other than that, you're talking about a team full of guys who have never done it. You're talking about a first-year head coach. You're talking about a team that's been picking near the top of the draft for three or four years. Meanwhile, like we all know the Cowboys haven't gotten as far as they want to, but this team is full of they know what it you know they've been part of successful seasons they've been through the wars of the nfl you know eight nine ten year veterans guys that have been to the divisional round you know maybe this is famous last words but i think that i think that they have their quarterback of the future i guess we'll see how that plays out but and, and then you know mike mccarthy and his whole coaching staff i mean for the most part those guys have done it too mccarthy's won a super bowl a lot of those guys have been head coaches so I don't think the Cowboys need that experience as much as the Giants probably do. And I'll take the opposite approach. I look at it more from the standpoint of the Giants right now. Uh, I think these are two teams that are going in little different directions from the standpoint of just their last three weeks. Cowboys have three wins uh, under their belt here in the last three weeks. The Giants have three losses. I think the this final game, if the Giants are to, were to lose it, I don't think that really changes much about how they enter the offseason. Uh, I think if Dallas loses it, I think it's a big difference than if Dallas wins. Even if Dallas doesn't get in the playoffs, I think a win this week gives them four in a row. It gives them something. And I've been talking about this for the last few weeks. I think there's some value when you have a coaching staff that has made some questionable decisions throughout the year. They've made some controversial decisions throughout the year. I think there's some value to being able to look in the eyes of the, of the players and say, look, what we've been telling you all along is if you stay with us, if you stay committed to what we're asking you to do, good things will happen. And what we saw at the end of the season was good things are happening. We're on a four-game winning streak. And so I think that's valuable going into an offseason and going into next season for a team that you have a head coach and a coaching staff that's only going to be hitting in second year. They hopefully will get a little bit more access and able to do more things this offseason than they were able to do last. So I think it's valuable to get this last win for the Cowboys, regardless of whether they get the playoffs or not. And I think it's more important for them because of those reasons than it is for the Giants. Okay, well, let's go ahead and take an early, well, not early, it's right on time. We'll take our first break, and when we come back, I'm going to ask you guys a bigger question. Can the Cowboys win if they make it to the playoffs? Can they win that first game when we come back? (laughs) There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. 
So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to the break. Find out why this year's Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team is the most competitive yet. Don't miss new episodes of Season 15 every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central on CMT. Welcome back to Cowboys Break presented by Geico. I think that the more the, the week goes by, the more and more we see a real possibility for the Cowboys to actually make it into the playoffs. But the biggest question yet is... Can they actually win that first week, that first game of the playoffs, if they were to make it in? So, um, Derek, you can go ahead and get started <laughs> with that kind of matchup because that's something that, you know, sometimes the Cowboys uh, get to skip that first game and then once they make it into the second week, uh, they lose. And it's like, at least at the time that I've been here, it never gets past that first game. So... Tell me about your prediction if that was to happen. Yeah, the tough part about this one is uh, we still have not seen the Cowboys um, win against teams that are of that caliber. Like, they've won some games against some teams that are not that good. They have not beaten teams that are of the playoff caliber in the NFC, or the AFC for that matter. And so from that standpoint, I I would be – it would be hard to come up with a a rational reason why you would think – that they would be able to beat one of those teams. Now, I will say this, though. You know, the NFL is crazy, and we see it every year. There are things that happen that you aren't expected to happen. We were on a call, Nick, you and I were on a call this morning where someone brought up the the, the Giants uh, back in, I don't remember what year it was, but back when, yeah, when they won the, the, the championship. Yeah. They won the championship and came in as the sixth seed. I want to say the Steelers did it a year or two after that. So um, it, it, it happens. I just don't see a scenario here where that happens. Now, you know, winning one game, maybe that happens. You know, I don't think, and right now it looks like Tampa Bay is the team that they would match up with. Um, I don't think Tampa Bay is without flaws. I think Tampa Bay is a team that has shown this year that they can have some off weeks and uh, and they can put up some clink, some clunkers. I just, again, I just don't see how you could rationally think that Dallas, based on what they've done so far this year, has a legitimate shot at beating any of those teams. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, in other years, it's happened where the team that's 7-9 and nine gets in the playoffs and wins, even they win mm-hmm. their first game. But it also is, is a playoff atmosphere, you know, where it's you know, really loud. Like Seattle did it. You know how tough it is to win there. And yeah. I think San Diego might have done it um, at 8-8 eight and eight or so. But, but I'm just saying that, you know, this is a little different here. You can't really create that kind of playoff atmosphere. So it's just going to kind of come down to who's the better team. And, yeah, anything can happen. But we like to compare quarterbacks around here. And if you're going, <laughs> going up against Tampa Bay, it just seems like it would be a, an uphill battle for Andy Dalton, who's never won a playoff game, to beat uh, Tom Brady, who has won playoff games, I a believe. Couple. I think he has. Yeah, he's won a couple. 
Dallas has actually played eight games against teams that are either in the playoffs or still alive to make the playoffs. They're 0-8 in those games, and the average margin of defeat is 15 points. Mm. Uh, and they've done it. They've done it across the board, by the way. They lost to Seattle and Cleveland when they still had Dak. They lost to Arizona with Dalton. They lost to Pittsburgh with Garrett Gilbert. And on and on and on and on. So, obviously, anything can happen in the NFL. Like, it would be crazy to just say, no, it's impossible. But, yeah, Derek worded it perfectly. It's hard to come up with a rational reason why I would pick Dallas to beat Tampa Bay in a playoff game. And especially, like Nick said, in a season where, I mean, I know, you know, the Cowboys have more fans in their stadium than anybody else, but it's still not going to be the type of atmosphere that you're accustomed to with a home playoff game. But we will throw this out there just for those people that want to see the, the, you know, the half glass, the, the glass half full. Like, this is the year of the of COVID, right? And so everything can change on a dime. It's the reason why Cleveland found themselves on the other end of a, of a win yeah. against the Jets this last week because they're basically their wide receiver room got wiped out by COVID. It's happened. And so it, it's, it's, I mean, it's, you don't want to be rooting for guys to get COVID, but no. I'm just saying in, in this year, there are lots of crazy things that can happen, and that's why you just want to get into the dance and see where it goes. And even if you're overmatched, sometimes there's a way that things kind of level themselves off this year. You know? Yep. I got. Let me let me correct myself real quick. I guess technically, since the Giants are still alive, the Cowboys are one and eight against teams that still have a shot to make the playoffs. Thanks but, for that correction. You know, the Giants. That makes it a lot better. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Giants for that. maybe maybe aren't in the same category as some of those other teams. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but if they get into the playoffs, we'll have to make sure and alter that that uh, stat because then it would be teams that are in the playoffs, and then there's two wins, two losses by Washington that are yeah, out. That's out. Yeah, you know, and then um, yep, and the, maybe Cleveland. I don't know. I mean, they're yeah. they're they may maybe, not make it. Or yeah, the Ravens. Arizona might not make Arizona. it. Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there's and which are, which are those? There's are, a few teams that might especially not. especially the two Washington ones. Baltimore, which I think they're going to make it, but maybe not. And then, um, and then uh, Arizona. I mean, those were the those were the ones that made that that margin of victory like really out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, you're not wrong. But that, I didn't realize it was like that. I mean, I knew they it's hadn't amazing. beaten anybody that was that was really any good, but didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and address the the draft real quick because I know there. are Plenty of fans that really, really care about the draft and where they land uh, this year. If the Cowboys were to win this game against the Giants, but then don't actually make it into the playoffs because Washington won their game as well, where does that leave the Cowboys as far as positioning in the draft? It's hard to say that here before we play the final game because you know obviously a bunch of teams are going to wind up with the same record and then you're using strength of schedule to break those ties um i know if they don't make the playoffs then they can't pick any worse than 16th because arizona's sitting in the 17th spot with eight wins obviously the cowboys are not capable of getting to eight wins so if they don't make the playoffs, 16 is probably the worst they could be uh, and then, obviously, if they were to win the division, they could pick as high as 19, and it just depends, you know, if they win or not. So you're probably looking – I think the range is, like, anywhere between, like, 
eight and sixteen, depending on what happens. Like if they lose and they get some other results, they might jump back up into the top ten. Or if they win, it could be like sixteen. So it, it's hard to say, but the variance is somewhere between like eight and sixteen. Hopefully, um, they make it worth the ride. I don't know what that <laughs> ride is going to lead to, but man, I, I am I am so. This is this is this is AG right here. She's like, if you're going to do it, you better win the Super Bowl. Otherwise, why are you messing with my draft pick? Exactly. And, and look, this is coming from someone that has never ever cared about the draft. I'll be honest. I've never really cared or been that much into. But this year, out of all the years, I actually really do care. So I just hope they make it worth the while and that if they do make it into the playoffs and don't get very far, that at least it was worth the ride. I mean, Nick is very excited to see Tom Brady. I don't know why, but he's very excited yeah. about it. Well, so I hope it's worth it. I just think, you know, getting an opportunity to, to face – you know the Bucks yeah. and and Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, that who would have ever thought that that you know you you would have get a chance to you know be in a situation like that. I just I don't know. I I, I just think it's just a it's just a crazy year. And so uh, you know if, if we were to sit back in training camp, which was crazy then, and to say what do you think the Cowboys are going to do this year? It's like well, I think their best quarterback is going to be out ten games. I think their best tight end is going to be out 16 games. Their best tackle is going to be out 14. And their second best will be out 16. And their best linebacker will be out six games. And, you know, and I just think they're going to struggle. But I think they're going to make the playoffs still. You'd be like, what? <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think they will. I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs. I, that, would be, that would be a miracle. And I think, it, you know, they're at 1% chance to make the playoffs. And now I don't know where they are now. But I heard somebody say the other day it's 16. Is the right now? Yeah, I think that's a little low. It would seem you well, think it'd be more like twenty five at least, but well, yeah. we talked about this the other night, Dave and I, when we were walking out. They who's who's favored? Is Dallas favored to win? I'm not sure. I haven't looked recently, to be honest with you. I don't know. I I, I know I know Philadelphia right. was I know Philadelphia was favored uh, as of Sunday. Really? Yeah, well, Sunday after the game, Philadelphia. I mean, favored. I would just think if both teams are favored to win. Then you should be favored think, to make yeah. to make the playoffs if yeah. if both scenarios. Cowboys are favored by a point and a half. I'm, I'm looking at three. I don't know what you're looking at. Oh, sorry. Well, I don't well, know. Well, there's like five different companies that do this. <laughs> I'm going off of what ESPN, the company that ESPN uses. Got it. Okay. So, but you know, here's the deal. I I think the way I look at it is, and this goes back to what AG was saying, like. I'm just – entertain me. Keep me entertained. That yeah. To me, that's what sports is. Sports is entertainment. So I, I really at this point don't care a whole lot about what happens with the draft pick. I'll deal with that once I get to April and entertain me with whatever you're going to do on draft day in April. But as of right now, entertain me for as long as possible. So if you can get in the playoffs, get in the playoffs. If you can maybe get a win in the playoffs – Maybe get a win in the playoffs. That just keeps me entertained a little bit longer. And and as a football fan, I want to be entertained because so. you're not because you're not one of those draft gurus like like others are. And they that's how they've been entertained this whole time of like, well, this is boring because they're not very good. So just keep losing. So because we we can get some one of these really good players. I watched this kid that from Oregon and he's good. So we can get him. You know. Yeah. So all the players are on the table. As bad as you are, then the guys that have studied the draft are saying, "I got my hands on everybody because I'm that bad." But as it turns out, I mean, they didn't earn it. They haven't earned a bad pick because they're not that bad. 
They're not great, but they're not that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. They're, no, they're not. That's, well, that's. I mean, they're not. They're not like a. They're top not Jets five. bad. Yeah. yeah, they're not Jets bad. They're and not. And they're not they Jaguars were, bad. When they were yeah. three and nine, we thought, God, maybe, maybe they, they, are. Maybe <laughs> they right. are, but they're not. I mean, they, they went. This and, is, uh, they faced those uh, bad teams. I was teams. just gonna say this is one of those potato potato scenarios here. No, so, I I don't think so. I'll say this. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't think so either. I'm and I am. I am a draft guy, and yeah. as somebody whose job it is to create draft content throughout. The entire offseason, no offense to anybody, I'll be ecstatic if they have a top 10 pick because that makes my job a lot easier. But you know what? It, it, it goes back to the same thing we said at the top of the show. Like, it's really – it's not up to me. I don't have any control over it anyway, so I might as well sit back and enjoy the ride. And you know what? If they get to host a playoff game against the best quarterback ever, you know, we get to see what Tom Brady looks like in the playoffs for the first time without the Patriots. Yeah. And what? And, and and how many times has Tom Brady even played the Cowboys in his career? Like maybe five in 20-something years? So that's, you know, that's special, and that's cool. Um, and, it, you know, who, I mean, I think the Bucks are on the schedule next year, but you don't know for sure what's going to happen. Brady might not play that game. So, hell yeah, I want to see Tom Brady in a playoff game against the Cowboys. That sounds fun as hell. No doubt. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm with you there, too. When it gets down to it, like, yeah, you want the highest draft pick that you can get. I've said this. I've, I've said this before maybe on this show. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're putting me in the hospital, give me the best hospital there is. Yeah. But I'm not going to break my leg so I can go to this nice hospital. Okay, I'm not going to do that. If that's the scenario wow, that I've earned. That's a great analogy. I'm it just is. saying if, it I've is. Earned it, if I've earned it, I'll take the best. But they, as it turns out, they just didn't earn it. They weren't that bad. They were way better than Cincinnati. They were better than San Francisco. They were better than the Eagles. They, you know, as the schedule unfolded, they're in middle of the pack team, and, and exactly that's right. kind of where they are. That's what they've earned. Yep. You know, I think my concern is um, even though they found some consistency here in the past three weeks, and if they were to get to that scenario, that would mean they found consistency four weeks in a row, but. It's that mentality that, like, I'm still not feeling 100% sure of what kind of Cowboys team we would get that day. I don't know what kind of Cowboys defense is going to show up. So it's a, that's why I'm not as excited of that scenario because I'm like, okay, if they go out there and put a good game, even if they lose, if they go and put out a good game where it was entertaining, yeah, it's going to be fun. But if they go out there and get just completely run over by their offense it's it's just one of those games that it's just it's just gonna be it's gonna piss you off i'm gonna walk out of the that game completely pissed off so i just don't know what we would get that week but let me we'll ask you this real quick ag ag i want to i want to throw this in real quick do you guys think and i know we're up against a break but and maybe we have to go to break first but do you think that maybe and i get me correct me if i'm wrong was last week the first week this season when you had your complete starting defense in there. I know we've talked about this defense and said that they didn't have nearly the stuff to deal with that the offense dealt with, but the secondary has been in flux all season. Was last week the first week when you had the exact the entire starting defense on the field for a game, or was there other game? Were there other games this season where you had everybody? You're just gonna bench Leighton like that? They didn't even have. Yeah, they what? didn't even have Leighton the starting defense on Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't have, have late. I was thinking about the secondary because yeah, that was the first time you had the secondary for sure. all together. And I didn't even think about the fact of Leighton, but you know, maybe we found out last week that, that Leighton isn't as critical as having all of those secondary guys. Maybe. I don't know. Antoine Woods. Yeah. yeah, but I guess my question, though, becomes it, with, with the entire secondary – 
Does this defense change a bit? Are they a little bit different than what we thought they've been or what they really have shown us all season? I just, you know, are they a little bit better than that? I think, I think though, when the season began, you know, this last – we're talking about the last three games because yeah. that's, what, that's what's got them here. The last three games, nobody of the three quarterbacks was expected to be a starting quarterback, if even in the league. Brandon Allen, Nick Mullins, Jalen Hurts to play quarterback. Yep. So that's who they face. And so if they and, and they got to face, I guess Daniel Jones. I don't know what's going on. If if um, Colt McCoy, I don't know who that is over there. I think it's Daniel Jones. But um, either way, you know you're, you're not facing these top caliber court. And so if you get to the playoffs, you're probably going to face the greatest quarterback. That ever that ever played. Now I know the Rams can get the five spot, but their quarterback just broke his thumb, so I don't know if he's gonna. They have to win, and the Bucks have to lose for that to happen. So it looks like the five seed would be Tampa. But right? I, I, yes, but I, I will say this though: you got. I think we're 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 all kind of almost giving a little less credit to Jalen Hurts. But remember, just two weeks before that, they went and beat a New Orleans team. Yeah. That is one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, and, true. and and they also followed that up with a very very impressive game against the Cardinals. They lost, but they put up points and they they battled them. Yeah, he's I, a good I just player. think I just think you gotta you gotta give this defense maybe a little bit of credit for the fact that they did shut yeah. them down or slow them down at least in 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 after two weeks of some really good production against some better well, teams. Great. I mean, and that's what will happen. Congratulations. You guys have won four in a row. You're in the playoffs. You snuck in there. You're in the playoffs. Go beat Tom Brady. Yeah, you Go. get Tom Brady as the prize. Have fun. It would be Not fun. only that, but congratulations. We discovered the secondary might be better than we thought just in time for most of them to be out of contract. So, <laughs> Oh, that's I, really okay. a killer. Yeah. 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 yeah just saying. <laughs> Just what we needed, more confusion. More confusion. <laughs> but let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, let's get into Andy Dalton's performance. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday, so we'll talk about some of that quarterback matchups here in a little bit. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to the break. Get the ultimate fan experience. We're thinking positive thoughts here. So get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just $20. Let's go. All right. I supposed to say, Welcome back to Cowboys. I was supposed to say join at DallasCowboys.com slash United. I Thank forgot you. that part. Thank you. Sorry. All right. There we go. Now That's let's important. go. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Cowboys Break presented by Geico. Um, we're here about to talk about Andy Dalton, who had a pretty pretty good game last weekend, and we did not get a chance to talk about him yesterday, but we're about to do that now. He completed 22 of 30 passes for a season high of thir- 377 yards, passing yards with three touchdowns in the win against the Eagles. So just wanted to get a, a, a an assessment from you guys and where you're currently feeling, feeling about him because I believe it was Nick that mentioned a few minutes ago that Andy Dalton hasn't actually won a playoff game. But the fact that you see him performing at this level right now, this far down the road, does that give you any more confidence that he could possibly go out there and put up a good match? I, I think so. I mean, I think, he, I think he's playing his best football now. You know, he had um, – of, of this season, of course. I haven't studied all of his tape for Cincinnati, but like I – or any of it, but I think that he, <laughs> he or even a play. No, not even a play. Um, I did see a play the other day though that he caught a touchdown pass, like on a fake, fake pass, throw back to him. And really? He, he kind of like Randy Moss somebody. I don't know when that was in his career. Who threw it. It was like AJ? the running back. It was like a trick oh, play, okay. and he threw it back to Andy Dalton, and he kind of caught it over. It was a nice play. Yeah. But the interception was kind of bothersome to me the other day. You know, I know he was having a great game, and then it was like unnecessary to force it and like just that. Bad. Well, he. I yeah. think he had the, the the throw. He just had to throw it a little bit farther. Right. CD was out there. I think yeah. he could have made a play, but but I mean that that was really the only hiccup. Yeah. He, he had a really nice game. You know, it could have been he could have maybe flirted with a perfect game yeah. if you think about if the tight end rolls out for a pass there and, and they, they give it to him instead of a you know third down. You know, he could have scored a touchdown there. He can take away that interception. I mean, you're you're looking at four touchdowns and no picks. You know, if they don't interfere CD at the end of the game, I mean that that might be a touchdown yeah. too. The way he had it, so I mean, it, it was a really nice game. Kellen Moore took responsibility for that hiccup on the third and goal. By the way, we talked about that yesterday. He said, "That's on me. It was a miscommunication, and he didn't have anybody to throw to." Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I no, I I thought he was great. I think, um, you know, his his deep ball is yeah. I think Derek said it yesterday. His deep ball is not as good as Dax. You know, he had a. He had a couple throws to Gallup. Like he, he took a deep shot to Gallup where he didn't really even give him a chance down the sideline. And then, you know, if, if he puts a little more air under the ball to CD, I think that's a touchdown. Like he had, he had a couple steps on his coverage. But, I mean, that's nitpicking in a game where, you know, you, you put together that performance. And it, it's, I almost, it's almost unfair, I, maybe, because uh, Andy obviously has been asked to do way more than most backup quarterbacks. Like just imagine – 
Imagine if Dak, like Drew Brees last year, imagine if Dak had broken his thumb and they just needed Andy Dalton to hold the line for a month. Done that. You know, what? What? what is, what's his starting record right now? Like four and four, I think? Four and four. So if, I mean... If Andy had gone two and two or three and one as the back as the backup in place of Dak, it would have been amazing, and we'd probably be sitting here arguing about whether he should be the starter because that's the nature of the NFL. Uh, so it's really only the sample size that has has screwed him over. I, I think he's been phenomenal for most of the opportunity that he's gotten. Yeah, and that brings up an interesting point. I think there's a bit a bit of a dilemma here for Dallas from the standpoint that. You know, everything we've heard suggests that Dak is on schedule. He'll be back. He'll be better than ever. But the, the fact is, until you see him back out there and you see him actually performing in the way that he normally performs, Dallas has an interesting dilemma here because, you know, you would think Andy Dalton with what he's done in these games, particularly in this last game and whatever he does in this game upcoming, he may be positioning himself and probably already has positioned himself to where some team out there will be happy to make him their starting quarterback. Question becomes, does Dallas say, hey, we really want to keep – we think it's important to keep him because we don't – like there still is that small percentage chance that Dak's not quite ready. And as Dave was saying, if, if I need him for the first four weeks of the season while I'm still getting Dak ready, I feel pretty good that we can still get off to a pretty good start with Andy Dalton. But financially, can you even afford to, like you would think, okay, money whip him and get him to stay here as your backup. You can't do that. You have Dak that you're going to have to try to pay or give a franchise tag to. Like there's a there's a lot of issues right now with that quarterback position and trying to figure out how you navigate all that in this offseason where, by the way, at the best case scenario, your cap stays the same. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to go down. So there is a lot to, to think about there. And, and Andy Dalton playing well is only complicating that even more. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know you can't you can't really have fifty million dollars committed to your quarterback room, which would it would be in the neighborhood of that, you know. Even and I, I think you're right. I think he could be, a t- you know, he could go to another team. There, there'd be a team that would probably love to have him, you know, especially a team that drafts a quarterback mm-hmm. high, mm-hmm. you know, and then he would, player, he'd be yeah. a great player for that. He wouldn't be bad at, in Washington either, you know, if you think about it. Yeah, you know, that would be a good. Can good I look system. into my? Go ahead. Can I look into my crystal ball here? Go for it. Because I just I can see how I can clear. see how this I just <laughs> I can see it. I can see it with crystal clarity. It's so clear that it doesn't even look like I'm holding one. Right. Andy Dalton has played well enough. Nick, you're exactly right. Like a Chicago Bears or a Jacksonville Jaguars, like they're gonna pay him. Not like they're not gonna break the bank, but they're gonna pay him. Three years, fifty million, or something like that, to go compete for the starting job slash start until the rookie is ready. Like that, I just feel like that's going to happen, and we are going to spend the off season talking about how great Garrett Gilbert played against <laughs> Pittsburgh, and that is why the Cowboys have faith that he can be their backup quarterback. That's my prediction. That's what's going to happen. I can happen. see it. That seems. I'm seems looking pretty, into your crystal ball. See the same thing. Clear. Yeah, yeah. I see the same thing. Like, you say the Bears. Who are the who are the Bears drafting? <laughs> he can. He, oh, I I don't know. Uh, like, are they the Bears? Like, we had good, no, good, good point. The Bears are, might go to the playoffs. So who knows? But but you're saying somebody who they, drafts one of those top teams, one of those top quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. You get like yeah. Fitzpatrick. Every yeah. year. Yes. Yes. 
every every year there's a team that yeah there's always a team that's like well we're not gonna splash cash for like a true franchise quarterback but we need to we need to pay a veteran who can come in here and start if we need I him to. It was, Nick Foles did it in Jacksonville. Mike Glennon did it in Chicago a few years yep. ago. It happens all the time. I hate, and he feels so bad for that guy too. Like Tyrod Taylor, you're like, man, you've done everything right. And then that's, the, that's just a bad situation, right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, with him and, and <laughs> with the Chargers, yeah. That's, yeah. That's but I'm just saying, you know, it, it happens, and you, yeah. and you feel for that. But I don't know. I think he could maybe maybe be the guy on another team. You know, a team that yeah. that's. You know that just needs a good core, I and mean, that's why I think Washington. You know, I know they have Alex Smith, but I think Andy Dalton could be better than him. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'd hate to. I don't really want to face him twice, but I'm just saying. I think that could be a good scenario. Okay, maybe we have time for one last question before we have to end the show, real quick. Um, Dave, you talked about the, uh, some of the progress we've seen in the final weeks of the season, especially in the secondary and the Dallas defense. My question for you guys, has anyone done enough to make you change your opinion about them based on what you thought about them throughout the season, beginning, middle of the season to where they are currently now? Does yes. anyone come to mind? Jordan Lewis. Who? Jordan Lewis for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to resign him, but now yeah. now I'll resign him. That's a good one. I like him uh, in, in in his role. Uh, I think he just needs confidence. I think he needs needs people that you know, a team that says, "Man, you're our guy. You're not for everybody. You're not maybe in every down outside corner." But you've got a niche, you've got a role. He's got a good attitude, really through it all, uh, and and I think he's a good good player to have on your team. I know from the media standpoint, he's a great player to have for us. But I mean, that's not the point. If that was, then Joe Looney would be the team captain. But um, but I just think I think Jordan Lewis is a guy, and I've changed my opinion on whether or not he would come back or not. In my opinion, I think the easy answer here is Dalton Schultz because I oh, was I so it was defense. My bad. Oh, did you say just say defense? No, just, okay. no, 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 oh, okay. just okay. in general. Yeah, no, I, I think the easy answer is Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Um, but, but I will say, I would actually opt to say Terrence Still because I don't think Terrence Still has been as good as like Dalton Schultz. Like Dalton Schultz has been very clearly a like opposite of what we thought of him. He's been that right. Mm-hmm. Terrence Still is not that good. But I think from what I thought of him early this season, I thought he was. I didn't understand why he was even on the team. Now what I think of him is he is a serviceable backup type player. And, and by the way, he is a serviceable, back, serviceable backup player who is a, a young player that still has the opportunity to ascend and get better. So I have a whole different opinion of him. I want to see how he develops. Can he turn into a guy that may be good enough to be a swing tackle? And if you can get that guy and peg him early, then you can create some opportunities where he becomes you know, a pretty good player maybe later in his career. Maybe a guy that can kind of get on the cusp of you know, a guy that can start, play some good. I, I, rem- I remember, what was the guy's name? Purnell? Uh, that played tackle for the Cowboys Jeremy went on Parnell. to get Jeremy Parnell Jeremy went on Parnell. to get a Parnell. went on to get a, a good contract with the Jaguars a pretty nice contract mm-hmm. with the Jaguars and played for them for several years maybe he has that kind of trajectory where he can grow into that kind of player I just want to keep an eye on him because he's shown me a little bit here in the second half of the season I like all of those answers I will throw in Antoine Woods um just I, you know, I I don't know if I learned anything new about him, but going into the season, it's like, yeah, he's a rotational member of the defensive line. He's he's an undrafted guy. Like, you know, he's Rod Marinelli was in love with him. I don't know if he's like the most amazing player in the world. I still, you know, I'm not saying he's Aaron Donald, but 
the run defense got a lot better when he started playing more snaps after Dontari Poe left. He, I mean, the guy plays with an edge. You can tell it matters to him. The thing with Juju Smith-Schuster, like, that matters. Like, he like he gives a damn about, like, repping the star and all of that intangible stuff that you look for. Um, I think that's a good character guy to have on your defense in addition to being a good player. And I believe he's a restricted free agent, so, you know, you're not talking about having to spend a lot of money to keep him around, so... You know, I don't know if I felt that way in August, but I do now. I think sure. we might have missed an obvious one too, in uh, Donovan Woods. I think, I think, or Donovan Wilson. Sorry, Donovan. Wilson. But I didn't think I didn't. No. I don't know that my opinion changed a lot. About you thought him. he would be a starting safety? No, I, th- I thought year? he was. I thought he was a a player that could be good. So I just thought he hadn't had an opportunity. So yeah. now he's got an opportunity. He showed us he can be pretty good. I don't know that I thought, it, you know, that the upside was that he would be as good as he's been. But I certainly didn't think of him as a player who was was not very good. Which all these names we just mentioned were guys that we all thought at some point were not very yeah. good. Well, I, I'll also throw Xavier Woods into that group on the <laughs> as, flip side. Oh, okay. Good. I mean, I thought yeah. he was a better player than he yeah. is. I really did. I thought he would make a guy that would take the moment and make more plays, and he didn't. I don't think he's made a play all Are year. Are we all kind of done on him? I think so. He hasn't made a play all year. Yeah. He really hasn't a, a, for the Cowboys. Yeah. He has not made a good, positive play. And, I mean, you need that out of him. You need that out of your safety. I mean, I, I don't know. I just – I mean, he goes into free agency. It's – I don't know. Wasn't a great no. uh, contract year. For no, him. it really wasn't. Yeah. And usually you see it the other way around. Well, I was trying to end on the sh- uh, the show on a positive note, and you ended. You can't it. do that. <laughs> we okay. flipped your positive question into a negative question. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, Nick. Uh, Derek, do you mind doing the honors of closing the show? Sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to jump into Cowboys versus Giants. We'll have Bucky Brooks on tomorrow. He'll give us his uh, breakdown of the Giants offense versus the Cowboys defense. Still in for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia. Thank you, Amber, for so graciously hosting us today. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been uh, The Break live on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!